fear is a mic. When my voice hits the condenser, it's not just a sound wave. It's a warning for them. Welcome to the afternoon nap. This week, we got the most anticipated part of the year, the Batman, coming up next. Which is the added factor for us is the Batman, right? The Batman! Larger than life, bigger than scale. Matt Reeves puts but, his vision but, to life. But, but also not larger than life. Like, really no, I'm set saying, but in... The no, idea- no, I, no, I know, but the actual movie itself set so in reality. Like, one of my favorite bits in this movie is, like, when he walks into the, uh, the crime scene. People are like... You're going to let the Batman walk in here? That's fucking weird, man. So usually, even if it's a year one Batman comic, he'll be lurking in the shadows. And then he'll come out and be like, oh, shit, he was there the whole time. Yeah, no. No, but he's just just walking through buildings. (laughs) No, I love how Gordon's got to be like, guys, don't worry. He's got my seal of approval. If I was a cop, I'd be like, Gordo. Like, I I love you, man. But like. Gordo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gordo? You calling him that now? That's like a shitty name. I know people used to call call him in the comics. Like, people would be like, Gordo. No one's calling him Gordo. Yeah, no, I definitely heard that in Gotham. People were like, Gordo. Yeah. Oh, what? In Gotham, the TV show? Yeah. Okay. We're talking comics or we're talking the Gotham TV show? There has to be a comic where someone's like, Gordo. Yeah, maybe there is over the, uh, you know, since, exactly. since, since 1939. Exactly. I'm sure it's happened once. I'm telling you, it's gotta be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but, but no, but someone's just like, yo, Gordon, like, what's up with this guy? You can't let him on our crime scene. Right. So the reality part of this to me um, that wasn't there in any previous Batman movie is like, the city feels real. The, the heroes and villains all feel like real people living in a real world where in the Nolan movies... You know, everybody kind of feels like, you know, kind of away from re- abstract from reality in a way, right? Joker, Batman, all these people. In the Nolan movie, you understand why the Riddler is maybe doing what he's doing. You understand in the, why. In the, in the Matt Reeves. Yeah, I'm seeing the Reeves and Batman movie, right? You understand why Batman is doing what he's doing. You understand why the Riddler is. Catwoman has a flushed out arc where we understand where she fits in. All these people fit into the real world. Where in all the other Batman movies, you're like, this is not real. It's clearly not real. Yeah. Well, one thing, let's talk about actual location. Like, when I think of um, Nolan's The Dark Knight, it feels like I'm in Chicago. Because it's filmed in Chicago. When I'm watching The Batman, I'm in Gotham. I've never, like, they've never done a better job of me being like, City's fuck, real. Fuck, we gotta move out of Gotham, guys. Like, I've never, like, that's what I've always wanted them to explain about Gotham. Like, A, Gotham's terrible, and B, it's not even worth saving. It's like, it's not like the idea that like Batman is on a crusade that is an undoable crusade. There is no end or making Gotham a good place. Gotham will, no matter, even if there was 20 Batmans, the Gotham is going to be a cesspool and absolute garbage. Right. And like, if you are trying to be even a half reasonable citizen, just get the fuck out of Gotham. I was watching this movie, like those, um, other than the opening scene when they introduce you to Gotham, I was like, we gotta get the fuck out of Gotham, guys. This is a shit. Forty four below seems like one of the nicest places in the in the entirety of Gotham, and that place was not that nice. 
Yeah, it feels like it's all politicians and like and 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 service members and like no actual celebrities in that place. We, either. Yeah, no, no. And then there's just like, or you're just like an average guy who's like a gang is beating you up. Like those are the only people that live in Gotham. Well, that you know, that's the age old joke. You know, it's like you know, why would you live in Gotham? You're dead no matter what. Like I'm moving to Metropolis. No question. So, so, so here's here is the reason why you don't move to Metropolis or any other major city on the planet, right? Is this it in the comics at least? There's not just Batman. There's a whole team of them, and you can maybe shoot Zaz or the Riddler in the head with a gun. What are you doing if Mongol the Destroyer is coming to fight Superman in Metropolis? You're dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. All right. So they have protectors, but they also have freakishly powerful villains. What you run into the Joker? You can shoot him in the head. Yeah, okay, fine. You may give that chance. I'll take that over Flash when Eobard Thon is is running faster than the speed of light. <laughs> what would you rather? Tell me. Why well, you making me think of it's just the boys when they literally just run right through the guy. Exactly. In Metropolis, in Central City, you know, you want a guy with arrows helping you out? I just gotta say, though, Gotham just looks like such garbage. Well, yeah, it does I, look I, like I, garbage. Go- Gotham's never looked worse. Like... Like, the comparison to Seven, because, you know, people always said Seven is a movie that just takes place in Gotham. And I've never and I've never been more like, yeah, 100%. Like, if this is Gotham, this is a movie Seven takes place in, like, Somerville and got, are just cops on the, um, what is it? It's the GP, it's the GCPD. G- I love the GCPD. Especially in this movie, I've never been more like, yes, Give me more GCPD. I'm glad we're not getting the show and they retooled it to make the Arkham show, though. Oh, I love it. They're like, it's going to be an Arkham like haunted house kind of thing. And I'm like, let's oh, well, go. I'm like, okay, let me watch this. I don't know who they're going to get. Hey, the Penguin show is green light. It's officially happening. And that's all that matters to me. Well, what's good with these shows is that at least we saw with Disney Plus a little bit is that we can actually get some bigger names to come on here. And it won't be crazy. But with the Gotham call in this movie, the two movies I connected with the most is the look of Seven. Yes. And the culture of the Joker movie. Yeah. So if you kind of put these two together, you have the um, the systematic problems that they have in the Joker, right? He, the Joker feels like... Oh, this could take place in the same world as the Joker. It's 40... No it's, question. It's just 40, 50 years later. That's all yeah. it is. It's a futuristic version of 100%. that Joker city. Right? But it's got the grime, the rain, the the city look of seven so you kind of have the best of both worlds but you have the best of you have the worst of both worlds the worst of both worlds you literally do all right let's get into the vision of batman though matt reeves is this our best batman yet let's see right i think matt reeves understood the character though a little bit better than all than the rest of the filmmakers well yeah so here's there's this one criticism i understand is people are like it's uh it's a batman movie and like whenever bruce wayne's on screen he's crap because i'm like but they've been saying interviews like we didn't invent a Bruce Wayne for this movie. He's Batman, or as you like to explain to me, he's vengeance the entirety of this movie. It's not till he looks at himself and he's like, I can't just kill, you know, I'm not here to hurt people. Well, well the end of the movie, I'm when here he's, to save people. When, when he's, um, when he has that, that girl, that little girl that's like trying, like begging him to stay. Yeah. That's when I was like, oh, He's the Batman. That was the first time in the entirety of the movie. I'm like, he's not vengeance. He's the Batman. He has become something more than his original intent. Well, if you look at the beginning of the movie, right? You have that guy he saves at the subway and he's terrified. And then yeah. at the end of the movie, you know, a classic comic book movie doing, people just look at him like, oh, that's elevated. It's, it's, it's the classic. <laughs> the person's not scared anymore, right? Yeah. That's how you do it. 
proven, sh- you know, science right yeah, there. Which, which gives us, like, and everyone's talking about, everyone's like, this is a really good movie, but I've never been more hyped for a sequel in my life. Because, like, that's what everyone's reviewing this movie as. And I actually agree, because, like, what they can do in the movie is great, is going to be the, like, you know, people that are like, the the Batman's a vigilante. Other people being like, nobody's ever been better for this city than the Batman. I, I, I love th- arguments this, like that. Like, this, the Gotham they've set is perfect for that discourse. Like, it's it's built for that. For this idea, like, is is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? I also love how they're, like, in this, in this universe, like, Batman's a crazy person. He's a fucking lunatic. Oh, he's mentally insane. Yes. He's, he's a dick, by the way. Yeah, I've never, Batman's never been more of a piece of shit in his life. Right. It's not like he recently lost, like, a Robin or something. No. You know, he's just, he's, you know, Gordon's in the chair waking up from a coma, and he's like, he lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the very first thing he says to, like, his his only living, like, family member left in the world. Well, well, Catwoman literally says when she's talking to Vengeance, she's like, you know, you know, we're not like those other people. You know, like, there was Bruce Wayne's what he lost his mommy and daddy. Like, come on. The Batman Begins line. Yeah, that, give me the Batman Begins. Tony. Well, it's, you know, you think you lost something because your mommy and your daddy got shot. You don't know how real people live down here, Mr. Wayne. Like, I, the whole time I was watching this movie, I'm like, Batman, like, you just, you just lost your mommy and your daddy. I'm like, you, the whole, like, I'm, you're, you're living that's, a great life. That's the whole thing, yeah, the is whole, that he is, he's mentally insane. You know, there's always that cool theory people, people post all over uh, social media where Batman's actually in Arkham. And everybody, all the villains around him are the doctors and other patients. Oh, that's great. Right? That's and great. It's, it's, right it's a cool theory to think about. But this Batman is maybe the most insane we've seen. It's year two. He literally goes by the name Vengeance. Right. It's and it's so it, and it, fucking it doesn't, stupid. It doesn't feel cringy. Though. It doesn't. Like, when I, I was, because you had to explain that to me the other day. And I was like, wait. He's that's, not Batman yet. This is an origin story. That's actually his name? This is an origin story. He has one face. It's Batman. There's no Bruce Wayne yet. All right? To him, mentally, he is one person right now, and it is vengeance. Yeah. It is Batman, right? It's not till the end of the movie where he's like, I have to do more for the city than just beating the fuck out of people, right? Yeah. I have to actually be a, 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 I have to have a code, and I have to have a symbol and a sign that means something. And that's what happens at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think Reeves understands the character more than anybody. He feels real, feels like a real person. Right, you could he could just be a really cool detective, but you know I need fifty bullets going off him every scene, right? It makes yeah, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I have no technology, but also bullets don't affect me at all. I love it. I yeah, love that so much. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I can have these cool glasses maybe, and I have a really average bike, but bullets. I'm wearing like nine hundred pounds of armor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, my my car it's just a it's just souped up to the fucking max. Oh, it's like a good like it's a few it's probably like a ten million dollar car. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like I'm just like but also like give Dom Toretto a car like that. Exactly. Imagine what yo, he could do. Yo, yo, yo. Who wins in a race, the Batman or Dom? Are they using weapons? Not oh, no holds barred, Alex. Oh, no holds barred. I'm giving Batman straight up race. Dom Toretto. What do you day. mean? It's Dominic Toretto. Well, does Batman have the bad Has family? Has Dominic Toretto ever ever lost a match? Does Batman have the bad family? No, no, no. It's just the bad. It's a one-on-one. We're talking like, like. Well, further getting into the Fast and Furious lore here, he actually lets Brian win in Fast exactly. Five. Exactly. He lost a match. Exactly. But he let him win. He let him win. I'll give he you He could have let the Batman win. 
Yeah, he's not. He's not winning everyone. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. I totally agree. Uh, Frazier and Reeves. I oh, wait. Just to go back. I like the idea. Like they're racing for cars. I love that idea. That, pink like, slips. Pink slips. Yeah, yeah. I love the idea. He's racing the Batman. Batman goes up. Pink slips. <laughs> but you know, he's got like bat slips, and it's just like it's a it's a piece of paper shaped in a bat. Well, no, no. And then he's just like he's just like I'll put it on the bat credit card. You know, oh, we just get a call. Card. We just get a call back to the bat credit card. I actually don't mind the bat card at all. It's no, for- I do. I was like expiration date forever. That's what I'm saying. I think that is maybe the best part of Batman and Robin. Is it that in the oh, bat it's nipples forever? Um, no, nipples are never good. What's the point of the nipples? I, I know. Think? Because no one's nipples are like, like studs. I know. Made I know. no sense to me at all. It, it looked terrible. Frazier and Reeves did a really good job of showing the early years through his suit. Through Gr- Great Frazier. Great Frazier. What, I said Frazier. Yeah, I was making sure we're talking about Yeah, we're not back. talking on the show, Frazier. Well, I don't know. You could get Frazier Crane. Why not? Kelsey Gamer's worst performance is Frazier. Boom. What? Uh, okay, it's a random, what? It's a random call out there. All right. Um, two things I think they did that's really awesome is the wingsuit mishap where they kind of showed uh, Batman the jankiness and him hitting several pipes oh, and yeah. buses. And that's a cool way of showing that this man is not trained. He's not focused yet. He's just not the Batman you see that's taken on the Justice League in a exactly. fight. All right. This is year two. He's getting early. He's getting grimy. Right? They show his anger, which we never really see before. Really see his anger. Right. You know, Michael Keaton always felt like manufactured anger. Yeah. This well, feels also like, like you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. That's it's just it. like, it's like he's more like, he's a little insane, but like he's not. Yeah, they did touch on the insanity. I like that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But this Batman, he just, he launched, well, I love when he just launched that bat at the Iceberg Lounge guy. Like, oh, he's super yeah. pissed. Like, he's turning around slowly. Well, you see him in seat. that opening scene. I was hearing, I was hearing, uh, Panstock in an interview. He was like, yo, like, I was trying to punch, I'm, tr- like, in that opening scene, I'm supposed to be punching the life out of this guy. I am, he's like, I'm not gonna kill him. I'm gonna do everything Just but. before death. Yeah. Right, and there's no point, obviously, but this is like, Awesome, angry Batman. I don't think I've seen this. Uh, that with the voiceover in the beginning felt like it was straight out of year one. I could see the the text, uh, rec- the text squares on the top of the screen. Oh, it felt like I was reading a graphic novel. Felt like I was reading Batman year one. It yeah. Was, it was surreal in that moment. And Fraser and Reeves, they know how to do Batman. The lighting, the coloring, the city. The lighting, the, the use of focus in this movie. You're going to see and you're just going to be like, wait, what's in frame? What's out of frame? What are they trying to show you? It's so interesting. It's so well done. The The camera techniques are just out of this world insane. See, this is what I want. This is my issue with Marvel movies. It's like, you're spending all this money, but like you're just using it on CG. Like, use your money for practical effects. Use your money to do things like this. It happens to be... What do you do? How do you do in the fight on Titan? How do you do I don't know! <laughs> You can't. No, no, you literally can't. Because every think of everybody except for Quill is CG. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe not Doc Strange. I don't know how they do Doc Strange because everything looks so straight and neat all yeah, the time. I know, how I do they know, do I that? I know. But at the same time, I lost my train of thought. But Batman, pretty freaking out. Awesome, <laughs> all right. I don't think I've seen a better Batman in my life. You you want to talk about some of the other actors? We're talking about him right now. Mm-hmm. We're getting into some some different topics here. We're doing Reeves casting a little bit. The intentions behind it politically, right? There's been a lot of talk, obviously, because all of the bad guys in this movie are white, are white guys, and all of the and all of the quote unquote good guys, Catwoman, 
notwithstanding, but she had terrible circumstances, so all of her bad deeds could be undone based off that movie logic. Well, I don't think she does this that bad. No, no, her... No, she obviously is is just going to go off and ripping people off. She's gonna, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but I'm saying, like, everything can be written off based on victim of circumstance. Yeah. Well, this is what makes the Batman so good in this movie, as I was saying earlier. She says, you know, like, you look at that guy, Bruce Wayne. What does he ever have to worry about? That's the whole thing. Like, Batman is of and they, this. And they slipped in the one line, which I actually think this version of Catwoman would say, so I didn't have a problem with No, no, with I, I never no, was. No, the, uh, the, the white privilege thing. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, no, because I felt like that's, a, that's what this movie is kind of talking about. Batman is this guy of white privilege he and the thing is like this he's so in his own head about all this stuff he can't seem like just how much privilege he has right i mean that's the whole thing is that your mommy and your daddy get shot exactly and this is yeah, what you yeah, do yeah. That, that's it's not even white it's just like his own messed up well brain. yeah like he's also he's a freaking billionaire that lives in the middle of gotham <laughs> in this like this massive tower i love how they're like yeah let's let's put like Wayne Manor again in the middle of Gotham. So usually how it That's works, how it should be. Usually how it works is that he goes from the manor to the city so he can be closer to the crime. It's not like he usually... He doesn't usually start off in the city. But no, I just love how he's just like, Wayne Manor's in the middle of the city. I'm like, yes. See, I thought they did the best in the Dark Knight trilogy where he starts off in the manor, it gets burned down. He's like, you know what? I can, have to, I can be closer to crime No, but, but in, they, the, in but the skyscraper. They had that conversation, though, with Harvey. Like, you know, is, is, is it even in with city limits? Palisades. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, just outside. <laughs> I love when he did that. Um, let's see. Gordon... Which we will talk about Gordon. He is the best Gordon I've ever seen in my entire life on screen. Well, also, he's just an MVP actor. We're huge uh, fans. I like how they had him read every line just so we could get Jeffrey Wright's voice. Yeah. Because in Westworld, it felt like 80% of the first season is just Jeffrey Wright talking. And his voice is maybe the best on-screen voice that we have. Oh, yeah. It goes like um, Sam Neill and him, top two voices. But, you know... uh, Mayor, Mayor Wild Wild West, if you watch Family Guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. There's Catwoman and the new mayor, which I wish we had a little bit of backstory on. It kind of makes her character seem a little flat to yeah, me. Yeah, she's, I think, like the worst character in the entirety of the movie. Give me one scene where it's just her, maybe her dad getting shot the same way Bruce's dad got shot. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't, I, I just don't, I don't, like, her character, like, I'm supposed to be, like, she's she's a symbol for hope for this city, and I, I don't get that at all. Because all we get is scenes for her already running. Let's get why she's running. Yeah, least. also, she's like, Bruce Wayne, I want to talk, it's like one of the worst scenes in the entirety of the movie. Oh, the beginning, yeah, when she, when she's talking to him at the, uh, Well, she talks to him, and then she's like, Mr. Bruce Wayne, I need to talk to you, I'm trying to get a little, wait! I gotta go do this thing, but stay right there. I'm like, who? Nobody talks to a person like this. Also, he hasn't responded to a single thing you've said. Have you not noticed that this guy is not even looking at you? Not even looking at him. And the cop that, um, I don't believe. I think it's Merkel, but I'm not sure. The uh, the cop that helps Gordon out, you know. I uh, love that guy. Pretty sure it's Merkel. That could have been Keegan's pseudo name. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, other than that. I understand why they put it there because a lot of this movie is commentary on our world and society. Yeah. And a lot of people think this way, whatever. But my main problem is honestly just the mayor. Yeah. Can we get a backstory? I understand why. Not even a backstory. I just want a reason, mm, motivation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's none. I just like, I want to see also like, this is a world where I want to see the commentary. I would love to see like what people, what do people think about this mayor? Where they think that the guy, the previous guy got, got killed. Like I want to, in this world of Gotham, there's nothing I want more than to see how Gothamites think. So, so what's it called? Um, Batman comics have a really good tradition of showing uh, news coverage. Um, yeah. Usually what people think of the Batman, usually two sides. They could easily just do 
Um, considering uh, Riddler's was on 4chan like channel, yeah. right? Because you do on TikTok, people putting on videos. What do you think of uh, the new man? Oh, fuck that girl! You know, stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I love, it's my favorite bit of, uh, of The Dark Knight Returns. I love all the commentary you get from everybody being like, he's a vigilante! No, he's a symbol of peace! Right. <laughs> you've, you've, you've watched at least the Dark Knight Returns cartoon. I mean, the, yeah. the Two Sides channel is a big part of the actual story and how you perceive Batman in that age. Right? Mm-hmm. But bigger commentary on the story is the Riddler. Right? Yeah. The Riddler, played by Dano. We'll get into Dano because I have some serious. <laughs> well, there's a the whole thing. It. Like, um, uh, people say, like, I wish I never saw a trailer for this movie. Like, yeah, I wish I went in this movie not knowing Paul Dano was the Riddler. Or at least wish... not knowing what his Riddler would even well, feel Well, no, like. I, I'm really upset because in the trailer, they show you him getting captured. Yeah. And I kept on being the whole. I kept on thinking that's going to be the first act of the movie. Well, I knew he'd be captured as soon as they made the seven. Um, the seven uh, comparisons. This is like but no, but it he's got, John Doe Joker. But it got all the seven comparisons from that opening scene in the in the trailer. Yeah. That's when we all thought that was seven. The way the way he was getting caught. All right, look at this though. What's the point of of Riddler? Uh, what is the point of him? Uh, I mean, when I watch the movie, I'm like, this is sick and all. But after the movie, I'm thinking, why does he flood in the whole city? Yeah, I know it was an issue. I had with what the is movie. what does he get out of it? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. These politicians have hurt everybody. And I'll hurt them more. <laughs> no, what's the point? I guess it was to show them that we will not be ignored anymore. But you're shooting the people who are being ignored. Yeah, I know. So that's I my know. main issue. But you can also you can write that off pretty easily with he's really mentally unstable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the best part of this is, of his character to me, is you always hear the Joker and Batman two sides of the same coin. He really is the same as Batman they are both vengeance. Well, this idea that like he's like, wait, you you don't like what I just did? I what do you mean? I was trying to impress you. I was I was continuing what what you taught me. The Batman's like, you're a fucking me. I love how like the, whenever the Batman tells somebody you're insane, I'm like Batman. It's like the this is like the pot telling the kettle. Like whoa, 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 shut the. Fuck. Well, when Batman looks and he's like, he also thinks of himself as vengeance, right? They yeah. are, they're really this they're literally the same thing. I mean, they're really just going on message boards and social media. And I mean, I guess it's a real commentary on January sixth. Oh yeah. That's what people are a lot of people climbing it to where he's he will, um, disenfranchised. Like, Reeves won't officially confirm an eye, but he like gives a nice wink and he's like, Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, it's pretty pretty soon after. So I'm surprised they kind of did it, but you know, he's a guy and um, he's got 500 followers on, like, 4chan. No, I love it. It's just 500 guys. I was like, I can believe it. I it's 500 did guys. Did you hear me laugh in the theater? No, what? I didn't. Okay, I, I, I was, he said, you were loud in the theater, though, in general. Yeah, no, what is it? Uh, they, he's, when they said he's got 500 followers, I, like, laugh. Like, he's only got 500 <laughs> yeah. followers? No, in the middle. I was like, like this man's murdering? Couldn't even crack a thou? This man's murdering like a lot of very, very, very popular politicians in Gotham. He's got 500 followers. Yeah. No, I, I think they did that on purpose. They're supposed to say like he's, he's a very intimate group. Like he, he doesn't just let anybody because you know, he get a password even. Yeah. No way all 500 showed up to murder to do this. Exactly. What do you, how many people do you think showed up at, at the end? Like it's 70. Like it's, well, how many people is Batman fighting? Was, I, I could not tell. Yeah. I couldn't tell. Because he's the, also, he also flinged a bunch of people over the ledge. At the yeah. There's a bunch of smoke. Let's say let's say forty people showed 40, up. 40, 50 guys. Like yeah. No, nah, no, nah, we're saying thirty. Let's say 30, 40. 
Okay. Batman's not taking that 50 of those I was also just like, how did they all get in here with their, like, guns and stuff? I was like... <laughs> no, we don't gotta worry. I was not worried about that. I knew they I get was, in. No, no. My least favorite bit is that part of the movie, though. I'm just like, they're flooding the city. It's like, I got them all in the one room. I really didn't mind that part. After the movie, I'm like... Why, yeah. why Why? is he flooding it? No, 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 no. Mid-movie, I was like... Ah, no, actually, he's when insane. I, when, when I saw that scene, I was like, they're cutting to what could happen. But the Batman's going to prevent it. They're like, oh, no, that actually just happened. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, Yeah. This is honestly, like, Dano's kind of one-noted. Paul Dano? Kind of a one-noted guy. Well, he's, he really, he's really not in the movie that much. Well, let's look at his best performances. The thing people look to is there'll be blood, prisoners. Yeah. Not prisoners. No, but if you're looking at his performance. Yeah, no, but like prisoners, he's just plain mentally retarded. It's the same that? role as those three movies. All these three movies, Batman, Prisoners, and There'll Be Blood, it's the same guy. Completely different guy. No. I, I, uh, you, can you can compare uh, the Riddler to There'll Be Blood, but I would not know because the whole point of... Uh, prisoners is he's he doesn't know. I what's don't happening. mean like the characters this here. I mean the mannerisms and the way he goes about showing it. I guess that screaming scene when he's when he's being taken and he's at the hold and he's just like going through these weird soliloquies. You know, it's the same guy as the Dano character in Prisoners. I guess um, Little Miss Sunshine is a little different though. Oh, very different. And I think that's his other most memorable role. Yeah, but it's kind of indie compared to these two movies that I just named. Also, I really like him in. Uh, actually, can even compare it more to the. Uh... What is it? The uh, the Pet Sounds movie? Pet Sounds movie? Well, that's, uh, that's the name of the... I'm trying to remember. The Beach Boys. The Beach Boys, Pet Sounds. That's their... Uh, no name idea their what you're oh, talking he did this, uh, Oh, he did this movie where he played uh, the lead of the Beach Boys. Um, and it's he's amazing. He should he should have got like some Oscar love for it. Didn't, but it's great. John... Um, uh, another guy you like from... Uh, the guy I love from... Oh, we'll probably have to cut all this. But... Uh, I'm not cut any of this. <laughs> um... What's that other movie? Uh, Say Anything. What's the name he plays the older brother? And Say Anything. The older brother. You're thinking of, you're thinking of, you're not thinking of Say Anything. You're not saying, you're thinking of John Cusack. I'm going to not Say Anything. I'm thinking of, uh, what what is that? Uh, Rob Reiner. um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, Cusack plays the older version of him in, uh, in this movie. Yeah. I'm kind of out on Cusack a little bit. Nah, but this is like the best I've seen him in years. Yeah, I haven't seen him in anything good since Hot Tub Time Machine. Goddamn right. Yeah, I was just hearing um, um, Adam talk about that movie. Great. What's in the lead? Uh, Ons uh, Severance right now. Adam Scott? Yeah. He's not in. He's Oz- in two. He's oh, in, he's in two. He's, he's not he, in one. He takes over. I know. I think it's a big problem because Adam Scott is not a lead guy like John Cusack was. You're right. You're right. I think it's right. a big issue. You're right. I mean, what's not an issue is maybe the fan favorite of this movie, which I think is Colin Farrell's The Penguin. <sighs> The entirety. So I have this like belief about this movie. You're not bought into Colin Farrell's The Penguin. We had a friend watching this movie. who was just like there was too much comedy, and I'm like, you're not watching the same movie I was. I don't think it was that much comedy. The Tony Soprano with Gotham, the Big Bambino. Exactly. I'm like, if you're not in, because whenever he was on screen, I was like, this movie's never been better. We're operate like the movie went from operating at a ten to a twelve. As soon as he got on screen, I'm like. This is a movie, right? Here. I was like, and I was also like, studio, let him have a cigar in his hand. What are we talking about? Yeah, I don't know why they even you could t- like The whole time I was watching, I was like, this guy like needs a cigar in his mouth right now. They probably didn't film his scenes in England, though. They probably filmed him scenes in America. Because the Iceberg Lounge, why would you need to go to, to Europe for that? 
Probably, but he lives in Europe. Colin Farrell? He's a Brit. Doesn't mean he lives in Europe. Probably. All right, well, let's see. He's got the walk of the penguin. Also, he's got the mannerisms. Also, like 90%. Uh, they were filming this on, um, on British uh, studio Liverpool. lots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stu- yeah, but they actually, actually like studio lots. They're not, I don't think they filmed little to anything in America. Oh, yeah? That's No, I know they did film some stuff in Chicago. I know for oh, a fact okay. they did, right? Okay. Um, he's got the walk of the penguin. He's got the mannerisms. He's got the size of a Scorsese mob boss. Yeah. And he looks like he's like the size of like... Um, of Polly and Scott. Well, the thing is this, though. You could. Would you prefer Gandolfini just played? Yes, I would prefer. <laughs> Gandolfini is the Riddler is the perfect casting. No, not the Riddler, the Penguin. Oh, I mean, he's the Penguin? Yeah, perfect casting. Perfect yeah, casting. Yeah. He's got the levity in every scene, and he does not take away from, like, the vision of Gotham he at all. Like, he, he, he never feels like he's this forced comic relief. No, not at all. Like he's he's a little menacing too at the same time. You yeah, also I'm like also I'm like he's the number two. He's not the number one. I really get that energy from him. Right, and this is the Penguin origin story. He is yeah. like he's a middleman. He's a capo, right? And you know he's kind of afraid of Tortura's uh, Carmine Falcone. Well, I like how you explained it. He's Tony at the very first episode of The Sopranos. It's like he's the best capo. But he's not leading the organization. He's not leading the organization. He he may be well liked and he may have like good guys, but no. The car. So the thing is with this is that Carmine's out of the picture now. He's dead. Yep. Uh, they took out Moroni's prior to the movie starting, which you can read about actually in the novelization of the pre-movie, right? Well, that's kind of the whole plot of the movie is you know the whole like that that whole drug bust. Right. And so listen to this. There's a power vacuum now. I'm sure the Penguin will be able to seize on some of it, not all of it. Who do you bring in? There's a few guys you can bring in to challenge the penguin. Like, off the top of my head, just Black Mask. Black Mask, different versions of them. I don't know what they, don't, what they want to do. Jeremiah Arkham, maybe. Right? You can do Black Mask. You can maybe do something a little more on the crazier side of Gotham. You can have, like, a Professor Pig crew. Well, also, I also, but I also think this power vacuum, because they've said, like, we want to do Court of Owls. It's never been done in the movie. Court of Owls does not care about this, what's going on right now. Like, they're not really getting involved. Like, no, but a power vacuum could be, because you know what I mean? They, a Batman could be like, who put this new guy in charge? And the and the and the Court of Hours are the ones who put who put him in there, right? So the only problem is with the Court of Hours is like they'll they'll get him in charge, but he he won't even know that they got him in yeah, charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm I, I'm very. I think this world is ready to explore Court of Hours. I think that's a third movie thing. I think you have to really build up Batman and Gotham to the point where. Batman is synonymous with Gotham. Alex, Matt Reeves write, writes the script. No, I just think the whole point of of Scott Snyder was making Court of the Owls is like I've kind of we've kind of run through every every sort of villain. Oh, and then Scott Snyder's like, no, the villain's Gotham. Well, yeah, but but also a lot of people like when they're talking about this movie, they're like, this felt this did not feel like the first movie in a trilogy. This felt like the fourth movie. Like felt like the first movie to me. No, this felt like the fourth. I was like, we already know what's up. We we lived in the world. But Batman is he is not Gotham. No, I know, I understand it, but it just felt like you know we. You can read two of the Court of Owls though, hundred percent. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I think you just need to really establish Batman and Gotham to have a Court of Owls, right? Um, You have John Turturro as Carman Falcone, who I was a little suspicious of. Not suspicious of in the slightest. I thought he was going to be great, and he was even better. Yeah, I was a little worried in the beginning. You know, John Turturro usually plays at least nowadays on the more comedic side of the roles. Yeah. And he was just straight up silent, scary. You didn't know what was going to happen. He was a 10 out of 10 in this movie. I really loved when uh, when he, he's just making fun of the penguin right before he dies. Yes. Oh, my God. I was like, I was like, oh, no, no. When he, got, when he got shot, I was like, yo, did the penguin just shoot him? 
No, I knew the penguin didn't shoot. No, no, I knew. I was like, I was like, yo, if they go there right now, I'm so game. Though. I wish it was like two shots, like the penguin shot him, but the rhythm. Yo, that would have been great. Hit him first. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Um, and finally, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Uh, these are the last of the rogues, maybe. Is the chemistry there? I agree. I really like Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman. I don't want a spinoff t- movie. I could have a spinoff TV show easily, but I don't want a spinoff movie. No, I don't think she needs her own movie. Right? I just want more Zoe Kravitz in my life. I thought she was just just total charisma on screen. Because the whole thing is the Batman can't show any of his charisma on screen in this movie. So He's got none. Well, yeah, because he, he doesn't have the second personality yet. Yeah. Um, but, like, Zoe Kravitz has it all. And also, I just want to talk about this. You know, there's all this stuff online about how Zoe Kravitz wasn't given the role in The Dark Knight Rises. Rises. But, like, we were saying, um, like, people of color have been playing Catwoman for ages. Eartha Kitt and Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Also, I think she was too young. She wasn't ready to be the Catwoman in The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Also, this worked out the best for her. She gets, she plays the best. I think the 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 female character with the most with the most, the biggest arc in any Batman movie. No, ever. no, no. Let's just think superhero movies in general. I mean, it, it took them like six different Wanda movies for her to get like a real character. Exactly. Arc, right, and she has maybe the best Batman female character arc we've ever seen in a movie. Exactly. Right? It's amazing. Um. I really like her character. I don't necessarily see the chemistry on screen as much. Like, I see sexual chemistry. I don't know if I see, like, you know, they'd actually be a good couple. Yeah, recently in the comics, they get married, right? And that's not this relationship. I don't know. I, like, I see them having sex a bunch. I don't know about that. I don't know about more than that, though. I don't see him opening up to her about who No, is. not at all! Right, I'm seeing that's usually what This the guy ki- is, like... Is like is is still a piece of garbage. This Batman is not a good guy. No, but I'm saying usually <laughs> the comics he can open up to her because she kind of lives the same life. As yeah, you know, but this guy is not opening it's up. Not to up to her. her. I agree. Um, uh, honestly, this guy would open up more to somebody who knew him as Bruce Wayne before. Like, um, would open up more. Well, to that's s- why. That's why no one went the way of Rachel. Yeah, yeah. The Rachel thing would make a lot more sense for this guy than somebody like Catwoman. Kind of stupid to think about, though. He's got so many. Like, there are so many good female like uh, love interests for yeah. Bruce, for Bruce Wayne, and and no one just picks a random character. Yeah, like you could just mold a name. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. Like, like just you can, Sylvester St. Clair, like you can make her Vicky Vale. Who cares? Yeah, make her Vicky Vale or something. Like, why not? Like, why does it matter? It doesn't. All right. And Catwoman, you know what? I think you have her TV show. She's not in two, and then she's. I think she should be in three. That's the way I do this. I, I'm gonna be honest. If they're making it two, she's gonna show up. She, might, I think she'll have less screen time, but she'll show up. Like Batman goes to Bloodhaven for something, and she's there. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's the way I would do it. He goes to Bloodhaven, and she's there. Maybe he finds Dick Grayson in Bloodhaven. Also, I'm, <laughs> I'm also down if she's more of a femme fatale in the in the sequel. Like, like he, like she's doing something, and he's like, I well, no, stop no, 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 no. She called one of the classic femme fatale is, is you know, they go to you saying. Oh, I need you to look into this person. For oh, I usually, but it ends up being they're like you know they're really like the one responsible for it. Really, they're the issue. So I like the way they do it in Hush. Though is a little bit better. Is uh, Batman's fighting Killer Croc, and then he's looking for this thing, this this briefcase for something, and then 
up and out of nowhere, Catwoman snatches it. I think that's a better way of showing. Well, yeah, it. but that's not a femme fate. No, but no, no. But because this is a, this is this film noir. That's like I don't know what, what they're going to though. I don't know if they're going the same direction. No, I I know from my understand my understanding is that uh, Reeves wants to continue in this detective esque story. We can get a little bit bigger, I think. No, but I'm saying you know, using a femme fate. Also, what's great about that is you could also kill her off. Because <laughs> I also think that's great when you have a great character and then you also kill him. Oh, yeah. I think we should have a lot more killing. Everybody but Batman and my main man Gordon can die. All right? Whoa. whoa, whoa. The penguin. No, you have him like, you know. No, honestly, there's no way he can redeem himself. That's not who the penguin is. But listen, Gordon in this movie, he is like the Morgan Freeman to Batman's Brad Pitt. I mean, it is the perfect relationship, the best relationship I've ever seen on screen between Batman and Gordon. And it it really restores my faith in the GCPD. It's all it's it's all there in this like one line it's like where batman's like no guns like yeah that that, that that's your thing i'm not human mine. yeah he's like he's like that's your thing not mine i'm like yes yeah when they're going through the uh the old wayne uh, orphanage yeah and they they're just stopping by crack houses and uh it's awesome them working together he's got his gut out and batman's just walking through like with his arms down like he doesn't give a crap yep oh my god and then when he's like punch me Oh, well, that's my favorite scene in the entirety of the movie when the Batman just wakes up and he's in the GCPD in a cage match with the GCPD. I was like, this should just be the entirety of the movie. It's just Batman. It's a lot of that in the and, movie. And the GC, no, but I just let the entirety. It's just Batman fighting we're done the with cops. That. Well, no, I think we're going to get more of that in the same. No, because I think cops are still going to be like the Batman. Some, some are going to love him. Some are going to hate him. Also, you think all the corruptions is gone from the cops? Like, no, come corruption's on. corruption's impossible to leave Gotham. Exactly. They're corrupt. <laughs> no, I mean, there's literally in the comics, there's a spell on Gotham, which makes it impossible for, <laughs> for crime not to be there. Uh, they don't really need the spell in this movie because they really showed it in a good way, but the spell is there in the comics, right? Villains we think should be in the Reeves Batman world in the coming movies. We talked about the Court of Owls. I said Professor Pig. Do you have anybody else you want to see? Not the Joker, because I hated the Joker we saw on screen. The okay, Joker but, that they out. I know you didn't think it was a big deal. I hated it. No, I understand you hated it, but we don't know if that would be the same Joker we'd see in the movie, is what I'm saying. Yeah. You, you're not going to give Keegan a chance? To, I'm going to give him a chance. He's but a pretty I'm, good actor. I think he's a great actor. I'm not impressed uh, up to right now. Okay, not impressed in like a 30-second scene. thought it was garbage, and other people are all stuck in there. That we also garbage. thought that Jared Leto was garbage. Well, yeah, he but proved us wrong. In, didn't the, he? in the Snyder Cut, you're right. Did he prove us wrong? In the Snyder Cut, hey, you can always prove me wrong. I was, I was a pretty big, uh, you know, a Leto truther, though, to be honest. I, I, I always thought that we really needed to see what he could really do as Joker. Um, but there's no villains. I'm like dying to see. It's just whoever you want to give me. Go I'm over. dying to um, see twelve villains right now. Like it'd be cool if they could do a Mister Freeze. I always thought Mister Freeze. Mister Freeze is a cool villain. I think you don't do Mister Freeze as the main villain. I think Mister mm-hmm. Freeze is. No, I just I just want to see what they do with him in the world. Yeah, in I don't want to see what they do with the suit, how they do it all mechanically. That'd be cool to watch. So the people I want to see the most, I said Professor Pig, because that goes into the horror element a little I've bit. I've just never even heard of Professor, Professor Pig. Professor Pig is a dude. He's wearing like a he's he's decked out in like a suit, but he's got like an apron over him, and he wears a pig mask, and he's really freaking terrifying. I uh, we got Zaz. Oh, I've heard of Zaz. Zaz. Yeah. Um, Puts a uh, mark in his skin every time he murders somebody. He's got notches all over his skin everywhere. He's a serial killer. Clayface, big call around the internet. People want to see Clayface. He's a clay guy that can morph into any person. Clay gaze. He clay dude. You know, whatever. That's who he is. Uh, Court of Owls, we said. James Gordon Jr. 
is a call that I had said. I haven't heard anybody say it. Um, James Gordon had a son and a daughter, right? The son ended up becoming a serial killer. And this I like is, to think it's the same guy. I like to think, uh, you know, in the in the Dark Knight trilogy, that same kid just becomes a serial killer. That that's great. Yeah, he does. By the way, that's great. But let's see who else is there. Who is? Oh, who like, would you pick to be a son of a? Uh, oh, I don't know about that. But whatever. Like, do you want Raz and Talia al Ghul? Did this Batman already train with Raz al Ghul? Okay, as I've told you several times, Batman never trained with Raz al Ghul. Oh, out in yeah, the yeah. comics. All right, that's just a Nolan creation. But listen to this: James Gordon Jr. comes to town, played by the guy from Dope. Right? The guy from Dope plays him. No, right, and he's on a tear. He's killing all his ex bullies from high school, and you know, Batman and Gordon got to stop him. Is a part of the story. I think that's pretty good. All right. I don't know, maybe. Okay, we got the Batman rankings and possible Dark Knight versus Batman. Let's get just give me your top top five Batman movies you've seen. Top five Batman movies. Top of your head. I'm, I'm making you go top of your head. I you want to go first? Yeah, go first. Go yeah, first. Go first. So, so the top for me as it has to be the Dark Knight. All right, number two for me is the 2022 Reevesian Batman movie. It's that good of a movie, I think. Number three on the list is Batman Begins. Really, maybe one of the best origin stories I've ever seen and done on screen. Bale's amazing performance. Uh, Ra's al Ghul, played by Liam Neeson, is incredible. The training sequence, the first 45 minutes of that movie, Intercutting Time, is, you know, classic Nolan right there. Yeah, classic Nolan. Four, I have Batman 89. Um, four, I have... Are you not counting any of the animated fare? No, no, just theatrical releases. Four is not uh, Batman 89. Mask of the Phantasm. So I was about to say, Batman Mask of the Phantasm 4... This movie's a perfect live-action Batman. That's the perfect animated Batman in every way. Bruce Timm, Paul Dini, they know exactly what they're doing. Kevin Conroy doing the voice. Perfect movie. Five is Batman 89. I mean, uh, Keaton brought something else. Burden, the city's incredible. It's cool. It's sleek. Jack Nicholson is the Joker. I mean, what else is there to like, say? Like, I agree with your list for the most part. You're an 89 guy? You pick an 89 over Rises? Um... Bane. Uh, you know you know here's my whole thing i'm a big you know i'm a big proponent of like the original like you don't get where we are today so you like adam west more then no because i no um you have a problem with adam west batman i I don't got no issues with them okay okay I'm just like, eh. That's a dead man you're talking about right now. Goddamn right. Show some respect for the- mayor of Quahog. For me, he'll always be the mayor of Quahog. Mayor of Quahog. When we listened to the rewatchables, I was surprised when they were like, apparently he was pissed. He wasn't offered the the role instead of Michael, um, what's his name? Uh, Michael Keaton. He was was super upset. He was like, they didn't even ask me. Oh, for the Flash movie you're saying? No. For the original nine, like eighty nine oh, Batman, yeah, that would be. He really was bad. like, yeah, no, everyone was like, no. Yeah, we're good. We're good at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were all like, no, thank you. You were really, really popular for decades. All right, is that not enough for you, Adam? You were Mayor Adam West. Well, he's popular for thirty years playing a role. Sixties, yeah. seventies, and eighties. We're good. All right, let's go. You got your list. Just say, hey, no, you're pretty. I pretty much would just do the same list. Yeah, you put yeah. this at two. You put this movie at two. Yeah. Over Batman Begins. Yes. You put Batman Begins three. I might put Mask of the Phantasm at three, Batman Begins, then 89. I might even put uh, Batman Returns over 89. Over 89. uh, Returns is a little bit of a better movie. Yeah, I just don't care about Michelle or uh, David. 
Oh, I, I like them both. So, Danny DeVito is much better. I'm a DeVito like I'm a DeVito guy. So. No, listen, I'm a DeVito guy in pretty much everything. I just don't like him as the Penguin, really. But um, this movie versus the Dark Knight. So people like to say there's the Batman movie and then there's the actual film, which is better. Really stupid argument, I think. Right, a movie's a movie. You know, this could be like a better version of Batman, but the better movie is the Dark Knight. I think in maybe seven out of ten ways. I think this movie does better, you know, cinematography, like the the look, the feel, right? Uh, the sets, the design, and the acting is better with obviously the exception of Heath Ledger. Yeah. The greatest villain in movie history. Yeah. Is there is there a better villain in movie history? Can we think of one even? You got Darth Vader and Joker? Like. And the acting-wise, it's not even close. It's Joker. No. Like, no, like, off the top of my head, all I can think about is, like, the uh, the incest dad in Chinatown. Incest dad in Chinatown. Uh, Jack uh, Torrance, if you can, him as a villain, but he's the protagonist. Unless you think the kid is the protagonist. I think the kid's the protagonist, but I think the house is the villain in there, not not, not Ooh. The house itself not is the... Torrance. You know, the, ho- the house is using Torrance. Torrance is not the problem. It's the house. I feel like the house doesn't use him until he's already mentally insane. No, 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 no. It, it's, it, the house is making him mentally insane. 50-50 game, I'd say. Oh, he's definitely open to it. He's definitely a drunk. Like, it's it's not... So you're not picking Costello from The Departed as a better villain? No. <laughs> okay, good. I just I wanted, to, I wanted to clear that up right there. Um, and a real question, you know... Leo and Wolf of Wall Street, is he the hero or the villain of the he's story? clearly the hero of the story. In no way is he ever playing the villain. He's always working with the cops, but he's never working. He's never, like, for Wait, what do you... You said Leonardo DiCaprio. In what movie? Well, oh, you said Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. Okay, so here's the Wolf of Wall Street call is really difficult because we're just talking, not even talking about the Batman at this point, but the Wolf of Wall Street is so difficult because... Scorsese's making his typical movie where, you know, you can't emulate these guys' lives. But what really happened to Jordan Belfort in the movie? In real life, a lot more stuff happened that they re- didn't really show, right? But in the movie, it's like 10 minutes left, and they just show you all the bad shit that happened to him, right? Yeah. He's out of prison, and he's making more money. Yeah, I know. Well, and that's just real-life Jordan Belfort. And I really think that is the problem with that movie, is that it actually looks good at the end as well. Yeah. Like, it does, it's not like in the... In the um, in Goodfellas, you're like, uh, I don't want to live this life. Well, well, that's that's asking this like, question, like, you know, um, there's the dropout out right now about Theranos, and the yeah. question, like, you know, is it like who's a worse person, like, like a guy like like Manson who like kills people, or oh, well, Manson never killed anybody. No, 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 no. I, no, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Not Manson. Um, well, the Manson family. Who's one of you? You like? There's a lot of serial killers you love. I don't uh, love them. No, no, They're no. Interesting. You, yeah, what, Ted Bundy. Like, really like Ted Bundy. Who's worse, like Ted Bundy? Or a guy, or a chick like, uh, what's his name, that's Theranos, who, like, stole billions from people and destroyed their lives. Destroyed a lot more lives than Ted Bundy destroyed. Yeah, it's like Joe Swanson, that one episode of Family Guy. You know who the real crooks are? Those guys on Wall Street. Exactly. <laughs> You're watching way too much Family Guy right now. The, old, the later seasons get a bad rap. They're really good. They focus more on story and less on jokes. Yeah. Really good stuff, though. All yeah. right. Is that a wrap on the Batman? That's a wrap on the Batman. Our most anticipated movie and podcast of the year. All right. We're doing uh, Euphoria whoa, next time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. My most anticipated movie and podcast of Prior the year. Prior to this movie, what was your most anticipated movie? I, uh, this would, movie. Yeah. No, I can already tell you. I already told you I would take... Uh, um, Scorsese's uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Killers the of the Flower Moon. That is my most anticipated movie. All what right. are we Tomorrow, talking? Tomorrow you could see two movies in theaters. You have to pick right. one, right? Okay. 
Multiverse of Madness or Killers? Killers. Killers? No, Alex. You haven't even seen a trailer. Not even a debate. Do you think there's any point? There was a multi-million dollar bidding war just for the script. It was, it was, there was three groups fighting for this. Yeah. There was Brad Pitt. Who fought for Medellin? How did that work out for the crew? What do you mean? Yeah, but there was no Scorsese directing Medellin. Oh, he should have directed Medellin. And Vinny Chase didn't even direct. If it was Vinny Chase directing, it would have been a great movie. You know, he is Queens Boulevard. All right. All right. We know when we get into Entourage talk, we got to shut down the pod. Shut down the pod. All right. Uh, thanks for listening to the Afternoon Nap. We're wherever you listen to podcasts. Like, share, I mean, and subscribe. You're already listening to this podcast here, so why not just continue listening to it there? Uh, where's the button?